Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Episode of Sync and Assist. Welcome, welcome. We got the one six seven on the way. Yep, I mean it's here. Yeah, <laughs> I would say on the way. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> You're listening to one six seven. How how's your week been, Roberto? I'm gonna bring that back, by the way, because when we started this podcast, you know we we had joked around about having the uh, Latin versions of our name, you know, Eduardo. Middle name. <laughs> well, actually, that kind of actually ties into my week. Ah, uh, does it? <laughs> uh, so, like I told you earlier, like I've been exercising a lot more. Than yeah, you were working out this uh, this morning. Yeah. Because, like, I kind of, like, last minute, as I do, as unprepared as I am, I'm like, hey, actually, do you want to come over to my place instead of me going over to yours uh, to do the podcast? Because we'd have a little bit more time if you came over this way. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I did it as I did. And you said, yeah, I'm just finishing up working out. And then I'm going to, I was like, my boy trying to get swole over here. Okay. Yeah. Just, just been uh, doing a lot more working out as well as learning Spanish. What? <laughs> uh, like there are a lot of like different things that you can like apps or websites or channels mm. whatever that you can learn Spanish through like with my grandma passing last year that was my only like real connection to like my Mexican side of the family because mm. like uh I won't go into it but like um she always started teaching her children and grandchildren how to speak Spanish and just gave up <laughs> immediately <laughs> wait so you so, were kind of like partially taught yeah as a kid i, mean, and you I didn't learned retain more it. from spanish class oh, <laughs> than yeah. my grandma taught me yeah she just didn't commit yeah right? okay. to any of us <laughs> but uh <laughs> um like every towards the end she would uh try every once in a while like how do you say this in spanish i have no clue you never taught me and then she would yeah. tell us and like that but uh one well, I've never said like out loud outside of like um, wanting to work out and exercise more being one of my quote unquote New Year's resolutions. But learning Spanish is like mm. one of the number one things I wanted to yeah. do. Being Mexican. <laughs> also, <laughs> That's a motivation in itself. It's like, well, I am part Mexican, so I I should, you know maybe try to learn because like you can't learn language without also learning some of the heritage that comes with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, and like I, just learning, like I, there's a starter and then there's like, Oh, I, I know a little bit. I know just enough to jump in here. Yeah. And like, same. I didn't have to start from the very beginning. Like I know how yeah. to conjugate. I know like a, a lot of Spanish cause like I had, 
most two years of Spanish in high school. Yeah. And like, yeah. it, it's like, um, like I can't have a fluent conversation in Spanish right now, but once I finish all of the courses, like, yeah, not like in the moment, I can only like go through the exercises and I know, I know what is be, being said and I like, I understand mm -hmm. it, but mm -hmm. it's just, I'm not obtaining it. Like it's the exact same. I mean, retaining it. It's the exact same way as like when I learned how to type without looking yeah, right like i had no it's clue a how to do it yeah. until that class was over and it's like i literally caught myself typing without looking knowing exactly mm. where every letter is mm -hmm. and yeah see like when our brains are developing as a kid it's like um it's so much easier to absorb information like your brain is hungry for that information so it sticks mm -hmm. you know but, like, when you get past a certain age, like 25, for example, it's, like, the, your brain is already, like, developed to this, like, point where absorbing information becomes very difficult. So, that really works against you. So, you have to, like, everything has to be, like, a regime for you. Um, so, you have to get into a regimen of, you know, diet and absorbing information you know, like for me, I, I learn not necessarily auditory or even visual, like visual is kind of part of it, but, you know, I learn like kinesthetically, you know, so I have to be doing something, um, and then failing at it horribly too. So, uh, I mean, I, I can attribute that to me being a musician as well. Like, you know, some people probably are like, you know, like, holy shit, you know, like, you're a really good musician. So like, you know, how did you get to that point? And I would just tell him, well, I started when I was really young. So it's like, it, it's a lang it is a language, like learning music is kind of a language in, in and of itself. Um, yeah. Like recently being in the studio, I had no clue what y'all were talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, right. You do were a in cicada, the do a cicada. I'm like, example. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. A cicada it, or whatever. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of terms in music that well it's it's, it's Italian actually a lot of a lot of music terms are of like Italian you know or Latin, you know, Latin origin or um, a lot of our language is kind of you know it's like there's a there's a language and then a language behind that and then a language behind that so it kind of goes back to really like old school languages uh, civilizations of the of the past um, but. Yeah, Italian is is very very uh, prevalent in like music, for example, and that's actually something that I want to set out to learn as well is Italian, um, because I am Italian for one. That is a motivation, but also I do want to learn Spanish because at my job, um, there it's a very ethnically diverse um, area of town. Didn't used to be, but now it is. Uh, so there's, I would on, honestly argue that maybe like 40 to 50% of our customers uh, can speak Spanish. And we also have maybe three or four um, Spanish speaking um, employees as well. And it's been kind of frustrating to like, like I'll have to go find that employee because, you know, there's customers that come in that solely speak Spanish. So 
I have to be like, um, hang on one second. <laughs> and so I'll, mm. I'll go pull, you know, pull some of my uh, Hispanic or, or mixed, you know, um, coworkers to translate for me so I can help them. Because, you know, I work in a, in a department that only I can work in because I, I know where everything is. I know the products and what's in it. And so no one else does. So I have to have a translator in that situation. And then I translate to them and then they have to translate it back to them. So having the middle, the third party, like the middleman is uh, frustrating. So it's kind of like encouraging me to learn Spanish as well. And there's actually a lot of similarities between Spanish and Italian as well. Like a lot of words are like basically the same, you know, like the same like root almost, but it's just within, you know, with Spanish, it's like certain letters are silent, you know, like two L's, you know, <laughs> like quesadilla, you know. Yeah. It always bothers me when like, uh, people are like, yeah, I know Spanish, uh, uh, Enchilada burrito. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I will okay, I've made that joke before. <laughs> right, fucking. <laughs> no, but, La casa um, el baño. <laughs> casa de mi padre. Ah, <laughs> I was randomly My thinking of that house. movie. Uh, th- for those of y'all that don't know, that was uh, Will Ferrell's uh, Spanish movie, Casa de mi padre. Really? Okay. You've never seen that? I've never seen this. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> is there any Spanglish in there? Is it like, is there no, like... It's Will Ferrell speaking Spanish the entire movie <laughs> with an all-Mexican so... cast. Whoa. So he can fluently speak Spanish? For that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he just memorizes lines in Spanish. He doesn't yeah, like actually Genesis speak. Rodriguez is in there. Okay. Yeah. I'm, in. <laughs> I'm in. I'm <laughs> in. Um, no, that's, that's really cool though. <laughs> I'll have to watch that. But yeah, like, so that, I think back to what I was saying too, about like stretching your brain, about like keeping your brain active, you know, cause after a certain age, you know, it, you really have to like do things consciously and make a, make a habit out of it in order to retain things. Cause your brain is like, it feels like it just stops absorbing stuff after a while it's like damn like i don't want to be like a like a vegetable you know 20 years no one from wants now. to be a vegetable <laughs> 20 years from now. you know what i'm saying though no, but like i don't know the the key to a lot of the and i know like based on the uh, circumstances as well a lot of people are staying home and not really getting a lot of exercise or oxygen to the brain too that's we got to be exercising, you know, to try to keep our, uh, not only our bodies active, but also our brains too. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to like when Steven Yoon mm-hmm. was, I think it was around the second or third season of the walking dead. Uh, he said he's been getting into shape and he's been picking up boxing. Like, hmm. I don't want to, pick up boxing but I want to train as if I am you know yeah. like I don't want to become mm-hmm. a boxer <laughs> but okay. I do because like at my dad's house he we do have like the punching bag and like a gym in there but like at, on my own like I do have some equipment I do want to like start hitting the heavy bag again but um yes yeah, so I want to like 
you know, make, become a monster. Unstoppable. Well, I yeah, can speak much? Spanish, English, and I can fight. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, um, there have you been... You already can fight. <laughs> at my job... Well, at my job, uh, it's very common in the morning to uh, to have, like, personal trainers um, and... Uh, yeah, like there there are some fighters that come through too, like you know, because we have like you know, woman beaters are like, ah, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, because we sell a lot of protein powders and protein bars and things like that. So a lot of times people come in, you know, or they come for their lunch breaks or you know their morning after their morning run and all that. They got to replenish. So, um, so I I have talked with personal trainers and I've been considering getting one. I know it's uh, not a cheap investment at all, but I mean, just do YouTube, man. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you know, part of the one of the things about having a personal trainer is that they really try to help you like get up in the morning to like do it. You know, like make it happen. I I don't know. That's quite the kick in the ass. Like, can you imagine that and getting like a phone call and be like. You have where, to pay someone at? to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, not just to, but, you know. To wake you up and work out. But when you have an appointment, you know. I got an iPhone, man. <laughs> but, like, when you have an appointment, there's accountability there. Mm-hmm. You know. Don't so. be wasting no money. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to do, you know, I'm think, I've been thinking about it. So. No, money is the best motivation. You got that. If you're paying you for that's true. If you're paying <laughs> you for it, I'd be like, damn. And those stimmies hit too. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And the moment that happened, I sent my boy some money too. <laughs> Mine came a day early. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Mine, no. Mine came right on time. Uh, everyone else does. <laughs> Mine came right on time late. <laughs> 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 everyone again, there's on the during the weekend. <laughs> Like mine hit is just like it'll be available during the week. Mm. Like, yeah. How about now? <laughs> no, but how's how's your week been, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good. Um, just the usual. I mean, just finished some studio work uh, aside from the usual. So, which you were a part of, my boy. So, uh, finally got what I need to get done, done. And so now we're just kind of in the planning of like promotional campaign. How are we going to put this out? So uh, I'll keep that under wraps for now until the big announcement. But yeah, it's been hard work. I worked in total like 60 something hours, 68 hours or something like that. So wait, 68 hours. 58. 58 hours okay <laughs> uh, over over said it there but yeah uh so yeah i've I've been trying to catch up on sleep man <laughs> it's been hard especially with this uh time change yeah also the time change time change has definitely been kind of fucking me up but you know what's weird is that i've been waking up kind of around the same time i i the same time i've been waking up before the time change so I don't know what, what that means, but I caught myself waking up at eight thirty. I'm like, no, it's really seven thirty. <laughs> so we, yeah, so we lost an hour. A lot of that still 
people were that that weird too. It always throws me. It was like for spring forward, fall back. So what? It, wait, are we losing or gaining? It's like uh, time travel. <laughs> Whenever I think about it, it like it starts to make less, my mind up. It starts to make less sense. Mm-hmm. Like the more that you, <laughs> I'm like, wait, is it eleven or is it ten? <laughs> like, am I about to go to bed at 11, at 10 o'clock I gotta stay up later <laughs> then it'll be like 3 in the morning right it's really 2 <laughs> oh my gosh but no it's uh, what's been great about uh, being productive over the weekend doing uh, studio work and whatnot. you know it's really made me kind of like look at my team look at my crew and just be like how unstoppable are we? Like, we're just this amazing creative team. And we all had input in, in it is what was really cool. It was like, everything is like, I'm happy to have a team that's not like, no, it should be like this. Like everybody, you know, think the same, like, you know, this is how it should sound. This is what it should be. And it's like, everyone just kind of throws something at the wall and see what sticks, you know? It's like, what if you try this? What if you try that? And I think it's kind of like this healthy, like, even if someone doesn't necessarily agree with the choice, you know, it's not like one person feels like they're the end-all, be-all in there. It's just kind of like, you know what? I mean, what if you tried this? And then we're all just kind of on that same wavelength of like, yeah, that's the move right there. That's That's what it should sound like. Um, but then if someone doesn't like it, you know, they'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling it like that, you know? And then everyone just kind of like shifts gears and they're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Yeah. I don't know if that is working. So let's just try something different. And then we try something different. And then everyone's like, yep, that was it. So it's weird. It's like, it's so refreshing to have a team that's like, when we don't like something, it's not like, uh-oh, here we go. Here's the guy that's going to, you know, that doesn't like this. You know, he always disagrees, you know, and there's there's not a feeling of, like, a threat, you know, or or someone sabotaging it or that they believe they're more right than anyone else. Um, everyone's just so, like, receptive. It's what's so cool about it, so... Um, it kind of made, made me think about, which is kind of a nice segue to, it's like the people in your life, like, how do you deal with like disagreement? Like if you're like, butting, <laughs> if you're like butting heads, let with, society <laughs> lead you to believe we're supposed to have an echo chamber. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's supposed to always agree all the time. No. Cause like, how do you like deal with, if there's someone in your life that's like, you don't agree with like even politically, socially, creatively, any of that, like, you know, like how do you deal with that conflict? I'm not saying I have the answer. It's just, <laughs> it's been on my mind, you know? One thing that I've seen recently, like this week, uh, I was doing a, um, like some commercial work and my dad, being black and his friend because he works at uh assisted living and a nursing home 
and he's like the manager there, one of the managers there, and he was interviewing one of the residents there who is an almost 90-year-old white woman who loves Trump and just to see, take a step back and like look at the two of them who my dad absolutely hates Trump and she absolutely loves Trump and they're still friends and still are able to talk with each, to each other with respect and disagree, not see eye to eye, but they can still coexist and and uh, have a companionship as well. So like that was kind of one of, like those like more recent like eye opening things, and it's like um like we're recording this like but right before the uh, Justice League comes out, and um, I've seen like. Oh, naysayers. Like yeah, crazy. like Andy Signor being attacked because he got to um, see the movie before like he saw it with uh, the screeners that all the critics got. And if you, disl- if you don't like it, everyone attacks you. And I'm seeing that with a lot of uh, people that did get to see it early. If they don't like one thing about it, everyone just attacks you and, and that's not how it's supposed to be. When when in reality, quote unquote, everyone hated BVS, but because they didn't get their way, they forced themselves on studios and, and just everyone to get their way. So now we're defending this person that we've hated all along. Because... <laughs> Before this, no one liked Zack Snyder except for us on the fringe. That like, yeah, you and I have been vocal about we. I've not disliked a single thing Zack Snyder's ever done. He's one of my favorite directors of all time, and I've been very vocal about this on this podcast and a past podcast and a podcast before that past podcast. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but that's not how it's supposed to be. That we all we don't see eye to eye, so. It's all out war. Yeah. Like, we're all supposed to, and like, even with friends, like, I, for the most part, my friends and I see eye to eye on like pretty much everything. But in any kind of relationship, there's always going to be something that you don't agree with. Like, I strongly disliked WandaVision. But I agree there were merits to it. It had strengths. And you uh, liked it a little more. Like, you didn't love it, but you liked it a little more <laughs> than I did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I didn't love it, but I, yeah, I didn't dislike as much as you. Dislike. And it's not like, man, fuck Brad. He liked WandaVision? Like, it's not like that at all. Like, it's, I forgot all about it. <laughs> it's it's so funny because uh, I, I feel like, Rob is sort of like the, uh, <laughs> he's like, di- <laughs> my my girlfriend and I have talked about this before, like, Rob is kind of like the test, did did it pass the Rob test or not? Because, like, if you, if you liked it, then it's a masterpiece. <laughs> you know, if, <laughs> if you didn't like it, 
you know, then it's a pretty a- average like movie or TV show. I'm one of those people. I will point stuff out. You had no clue. Like we were talking about WandaVision the day like, it came out. I was like, listed all the things, mo- uh, most of the things that were wrong. Like, like logically, I even, right. I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. Yeah. It spoke real loud and clear to me. <laughs> yeah. That shit. Like, right now I mean, so many plot holes whereas a lot a lot of my issues with it was like i didn't i didn't quite like the acting that much i know and it's so funny because like a lot of people are like give well, like give uh elizabeth olsen an oscar and all that and it's like for a show yeah i didn't i, I didn't really works. think she was acting on that level or anything but i that's what okay so it's just funny you're mentioning that because like like Marvel versus DC war. And I can completely understand why a lot of the like Snyder cut fans are so hardcore and, and gatekeeping, uh, like they're gatekeeping out all the negative opinions about it because it's kind of a pushback of like how many years have Marvel fans and just general movie fans have been talking shit about Snyder's work. Like they hate his work. And it's like, finally we, the fans like won something they got. It's like, we have this now. And it's like, this is what we've always wanted. We've been vouching for this for years. And so like hearing a negative opinion, it's like, Nope, get out. Absolutely not. You know, we fought for this. And so, and <laughs> you know, I, I get it. Cause like I've sort of been, kind of in that camp a little bit. It's like at like you shut up, you know. <laughs> this is what we've been wanting and like I'm tired of like because I've I've been tired of like all the Marvel movies just everyone kissing their feet on every decision that they make. And then it's like I've always been over here like eh, you know, Marvel's had some misses. They Not have more hits than misses, but it's pretty close. <laughs> Yeah, like I've just I I don't like the the bias, you know, Marvel can do absolutely no wrong. They'll just eat up everything they throw at them even if it's absolute it's garbage. The Disney effect. Yeah, the Disney effect. It's like it could be garbage, but everyone's like, "Oh my god." But yet Warner Guardians Brothers puts too. out <laughs> Right, but it's like DC Trash. puts out something. It's like that's awful, and it's like why? Because it's not like Marvel, you know. When in reality, that's the fans, but when mm-hmm. in reality, when DC left New York, DC Comics left New York, Marvel Comics posted, um, uh, this was years ago, a picture, a gif of Baby Groot crying. So it's only amongst the fans mm-hmm. when... In reality, you know, like even like uh, with Microsoft and uh, Sony, uh, which one? I think uh, the I forget which one came out first, the Xbox or the PS4, Xbox One. But um, mm-hmm. the other one said, uh, I, I want to say Microsoft said, "Good luck on your launch on the day of your launch for the PS4." When everyone's always like, you know, oh, yeah. PlayStation, Xbox, when Team, this yeah. really master race 
PC over here. But like, um, yeah, right. So when when <laughs> PlayStation beat the shit out of Xbox <laughs> as far as sales with that go. console right. uh, life yeah. cycle, and now we're on a completely other one. But right. um, it's always amongst the fans, the uh, toxic fan base, and just, like even like to bring it back to like just friendship and like um. That sounded so corny. To bring back the friendship, though. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. And it doesn't you know, mean the other person is a horrible person because yeah. you don't agree with what they align with, you know. And if, and you know what's crazy is, like, opinions change over time. And I know we all know this. Like, we say this, but we don't really believe it until, like, I'm just getting to the age where I'm thinking back on, like, the friends that I've had over the years and like, like I had a, a neighborhood friend who <laughs> I could bring it back to consoles. Like when the PS three was like just announced that was going to come out that they were working on it. I remember when this was probably like 2003 or something like that or four. I don't know. And uh, my neighbor, you know, he, at that time, like he, he was very, he was very arrogant. <laughs> I was actually, um, I, I've recently reconnected with him and he's an entirely different person today than he was then. Cause he, he was so judgmental back in the early two thousands, you know, but we were all around 13, 14 years old at that time. Um, but he, yeah, he was talking shit about, it's like PS three, you know, like that sound, that sounds, uh, you know, use the word you know he used it's not really a pc <laughs> these days but yeah he he just uh let me guess he said <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's early 2000s man 13 14 year olds right um it's like that sound that that sounds like dumb like but you know what's funny is that like and once it came out like i guarantee you he probably bought it you know and he started saying ps three and never even thought about it he may have just said that back then because maybe he did think that it sounded weird um i don't know it's kind of a weird example i'm using but like it opinions change over time the older he got i'm sure he probably doesn't even remember that he made that comment it was just you know a, a young teenager comment trying to be cool and you know, my opinion of him had changed when I reconnected with him just a few years ago. So at, at this point, he was like 30. And I'm, I was like 28, you know, and it's like listening to him talk like he's a completely different person. And it all makes sense as to why he had the attitude he did, you know, 25 or no, 18 years ago, however long it was, because you know, he had a lot of family problems going on and everything too. So, you know, he was trying to kind of find his place in the world, right? Teenager, you know, trying trying to date girls, trying to be cool and, and everything. It's like we've, we've all kind of gone through those phases and stuff. And it's just like being 30 and then kind of realizing my own mortality, like physically, emotionally, like I'm just, I'm a totally different person than I was even five years ago. It's like my opinions have changed on things. 
since five years ago. It's like the more you see of the world, the more you experience, it's like, you know, yeah, it's like people really do change. They do, and they can. So to kind of bring it back, like, I think like how you can make it work, it, it's easier to make a lot of that work the older you get and the less on social media you're focused on. Because the more you realize social media isn't everything, it's absolutely not. It doesn't have to be anything. It's like hardly anything. It's literally just something I'm using now to promote my art. That's it. I'm starting to just get less and less attached to that. Um, so real relationships with people, as in face-to-face conversations with people, actually like getting to know people. And there are less people I disagree with than I thought. Um, cause you can just capture the nuances of like how they're saying things like what brought them to that experience, you know, just text on a, on a post, it's easy to be defensive and jump the gun, be judgmental. And it's like, I disagree with less people than I thought I ever did years ago. Um, so I have friends that are atheists. I have friends that are Christian. I have friends that are conservative. I have friends that are liberal. Like I agree with a lot of either of them on a lot of points you know but even if i disagree with them it's all i think about how you conduct yourself about it because like if if you are going to be like arrogant about it and interject your opinion where it's not needed you know that can be a problem in if everything becomes an argument all the time and not a discussion if it's an argument that's a problem um, so how you make it work with people you disagree with? Well, you both have to be equally as receptive. You know, they, they have to be as receptive as you are, meaning open-minded enough to be like, okay, I see what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree, but hey, it's cool, you know? Uh, but right now, there's such a divide on social media where it's like, nah, if you think differently, if you don't feel the same way, you know, you are this, and I don't want nothing to do with you. You know, it's it's easy to feel that way because we're just basing it on pictures and text. You know, you're not really interacting with that person. Um, yeah, there's a lot of toxicity out there, though. I will say. <laughs> Long story short, y'all are toxic. <laughs> y'all are toxic out there. Y'all being toxic. You're being just what you hate out there too. Mm. <laughs> I will say. The last podcast we had, me and the other host, we did disagree on a lot of movies. And you remember when it used to be like a thing, like, oh, they're going to fight on this episode. We're going to fight on this episode. <laughs> we would joke about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and here's another point, too. Yeah, because like you and I have disagreed with stuff a year ago, two years ago. And then we like agree more now because you and I may have developed more nuance than we did. Meaning like our opinion is not so like strictly one way or the other, like, you know, no, this is right. And that's wrong. It's kind of more like who's to say what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Cause I mean, would current Rob agree with eight years ago, Rob? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> probably on a lot of stuff actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, but um, but I mean, you know, even like with Christianity too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things changed eight years ago. Twenty-year-old Rob would twenty-year-old Rob agree with every single thing that twenty-eight-year-old Rob agrees with. For the most part, bro. For the most part? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, there are, like, there have been some, like, things that have, like, changed, like, incrementally. Like, um, I, I guess, like, something that I, I won't necessarily go into, like, on the podcast. But, like, for the most part, like, I'm, I've always just kind of been, like, open and understanding to a lot of things. Like, even you back then, I was yeah. like. I don't, I don't agree with you, but like, yeah, I, I'll agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. But um, there have always been things like even back then that like I, like stood on as like nah. Where now it's like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> like I just disagree, disagree. Like, cause um. There were some things I more so were was a little more firm on where now it's like, yeah, everyone's different, man. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know. Because if we were all the same, I mean, wouldn't that just be incredibly uninteresting? Mm-hmm. If you think about and it. And like, who would hold, it says more about you if you hold someone to who they were back then than who they are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they've changed, it means you haven't changed. Ooh, yeah. That's a good point. It's true. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't you can't control how someone else thinks and feels. You can only control how you react to them and what that means about you. That's what you got to deal with at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but 20-year-old Rob probably. He just would have been uh, granted at the ex- twenty eight at twenty year old me, well, 21 <laughs> year old me, almost would um. Well, I don't even want to think about when I was twenty one. That was a dark, dark it was a time. Very dark time. Right? Very dark. Well, time. how you feel about? But, think about it. Maybe even not just opinions about like subject matter, but about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like my um, what I was pursuing, because at twenty one I w- really wasn't pursuing anything. I just given up mm. on everything. Right. But like a twenty year old me, it depends on what part of twenty. <laughs> yeah. Early an early twenty year old Rob was pursuing like acting and and film, but like then late mid to late 20 to 21 like just gave up on everything and it was like i didn't believe in myself so i definitely stopped believing in a whole lot of things where like now it's like yeah i i I think i probably believe more in society (laughs) than than now but i more so see the good in people because i look for it because there's just a lot of negativity out there. I try to look mm-hmm. for the good in people mm-hmm. more now. But I was more so then turning into like the nihilistic me. 
until I got turned like 25, but even then still, I was like, mm -hmm. man, I yes. believe in me, but I still don't believe in y'all. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but I, well, I, they don't, because they don't believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't believe in society. <laughs> yeah. So if they don't believe in themselves, how are you going to believe in them? Because mm -hmm. they're only going to try to make everyone feel bad about everything. Yeah. You kind of... You kind of got me there, Brad. <laughs> Thinking back eight years mm -hmm. compared to now. Yeah. Yeah, because like me, I, I think... Yeah, I think I would actually... Eight years ago... I think my values are still intact. I think mm -hmm. a lot of like the core of who I am is still the same, but I think the perception of myself has changed. Though. Like that whole like popping off like uh, raw like um, standing up and like just having that like voice like aggressive like that mm -hmm. aggressive like a uh, bitter pill. Like I've always been like that. Right. Like even back then, I was like that. But it was more like a lot of like the inner stuff that like that started fading. But even then, I was still like, nah, like just like cutthroat, mm -hmm. like just brutally honest, like even back then. But um, uh, so a lot of the values and core beliefs are still there. It's just a lot of like interior design, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. But um, I've always been had a rough exterior, cause you know, yeah, you had to when the way you I had a tough up. skin when you grew up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, and it's a whole other thing. Like earlier, we were talking about like toxic masculinity. It's like that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> but like, I I won't even hint towards it. But yeah, yeah. Maybe something to look forward to in a future episode. But, uh, yeah. Where do people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at uh, Brad Palone. And you can find me on Twitter at Brad underscore Palone. You can find my uh, photography at Ghostproof Photography, which I got to get some work here soon, y'all. Um, and my music at Battle of Heart and Mind across all platforms. And you, Rob. You can find me. I was about to say at Sinking Assist. <laughs> you can find me at Robert DXN on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, robertdxn.com. And I haven't posted on Twitch. I haven't streamed on Twitch since I started promoting Twitch. But still follow me at RobDXN and on TikTok at RobDXN. And you can uh, tell us how you were eight years ago compared to now at Sync and Assist on all podcasting platforms. Um, well, on all social media platforms. And you can find Sync and Assist on all podcasting platforms. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And we will catch you next week. Later.